When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the WTF1 podcast. We are here for the Azerbaijan Grand Prix in Baku. Wow. It feels like a long time since I've looked over and seen Chess and Tommy here for the WTF1 podcast. How are we both? Good. First time this year. Is it first time this year? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It has been a long time. Do you want to do the like, I'm Matt. I'm Jess. And I'm Tommy. Nice. God, that's like a throwback, isn't it? It's unbelievable. Let's talk about the Azerbaijan Grand Prix. I don't think this will be a very long podcast, will it? Uh, After the last (laughs) two years being absolutely manic, this year, a bit more relaxed. Well, there was still mayhem. Yeah. There was still chaos. It was a weekend of mayhem. Just the two hours on the Sunday wasn't as mayhem as normal yeah it was the best free yeah. practice sessions and qualifying of the year yeah ever, probably ever ever probably ever. ever ever yeah there was a lot of red flags let's get into the three word race reviews from fans about the race <laughs> this one's good emily brownsey kiss my botas <laughs> i'm gonna i'm not gonna call it botas <laughs> i'm sorry botas uh menzahi 79 botas porridge win and finally luke porridge power boss so uh, a lot of Bottas-related three-word race reviews, porridge. which I'm sure makes you very happy, Jess, yeah. to, uh, to, to see Bottas on the top <laughs> of the podium. But Tommy says, for your three-word race review... Uh, I don't have the sheet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Hamilton have the sheet. That's five words. Hamilton's not bothered. Hamilton isn't bothered. Hamilton's not bothered. That was it. Hamilton's not bothered. Why, why did you choose that? Well, because... You can tell, uh, and we spoke about it. When I was going to say, yeah. why did you say this? I know exactly why yeah. you said it. But we were speaking about it when, the, uh, when we were watching the race, that how different Hamilton's body language is when he loses a race to Vettel. And even when he, finishes sec- when he finished second to Rosberg, you know, he was absolutely like livid with himself. He was so grumpy and all this kind of stuff. And this race, again, because, I mean, Bottas is leading the championship still after four rounds. Yeah, it's only a very small margin. But, you know, he's not... It's just weird that Hamilton seems to just not care. Like, he just assumes that Bottas is not going to be in the title fight and he's just not bothered. He's very relaxed, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, and this is the conversation we had. It was You do see this kind of other side to Hamilton when he loses to potentially a driver that he feels could take him all the way. Whereas, yeah, it does seem like Bottas... Hamilton doesn't respect Bottas in a way in which, okay, I could actually lose to to my teammate here. Obviously, yeah, Bottas is leading the championship by one point, but we're four races in, and as Jess, I think you've said before in podcast, Hamilton doesn't turn up till mid-season. Yeah. If this isn't him turning up, then you know Bottas has a lot of work to do to to really kind of continue that title fight, right? I think yeah, I definitely agree. I think you know, as much as everyone. And everybody here thinks I'm a Bottas hater. It's, no, uh, it's just Bottas basher better. Bottas basher, <laughs> right. But uh, even then, I think that's unfair because I'm, I'm not sure people are listening to what I'm saying. He is in the best car on the grid, right? Well, arguably well, Ferrari. Actually, um, well, maybe Ferrari, Ferrari has a better, a better car. <laughs> all right, just, Hamilton. Right? <laughs> yeah. but that's what I was doing. <laughs> he, it's all about the potential to win. And, and 
everybody has been pointing out, well, actually, you know, there's only one point in it and Hamilton is probably the best driver of this generation and he's well, he's won an equal amount of races and blah, blah, blah. But good. He should have been doing that from day one. Should have been doing that last year, right? Exactly. exactly. So yeah. it's a case of, as I said before, in uh, Australia, once everyone was on the Bottas hype train, like I'm really, I'm really pleased for him. I think he drove a good race. It's not. I, I don't want to be negative about Bottas. I want to be positive about Bottas. But his previous track record for me just hasn't. He's not proved to me that he is. He is deserving of being in that seat. Today, he didn't. He didn't put a foot wrong. And again, like as I said in Australia, like good for him. Um, and he is. Again, we're going to probably get into this a little later, but he should probably be driver of the day because he didn't do anything wrong. Like he did, he played it very smoothly, cool head, even when he had Hamilton pushing on him. Um, I think that's part of the thing as well of Hamilton's body language, not just his body yeah. language, but also on track. Like are you telling me that if that was Rosberg, Hamilton wouldn't have sent it down the inside because he kn- he yeah. knows he has to get every single point he possibly can in and a I situation guess- like that that's that's where i guess their relationship is at the moment as well like i i can't really remember hamilton rosberg right when they first became teammates but that they weren't challenging for titles straight away no, when they were teammates no. were they whereas you know with with hamilton and bottas they haven't had that collision they haven't had that that moment to be like all oh, right that's how you want to play it sort of so thing so i think what i was going to go on to say is exactly that i think if this continues we'll probably see that change yeah, i think if we get later yeah. into the season and bottas wins more races which he ought to then especially if Ferrari aren't going to turn up, um, then then that we might see that change. Yeah. That dynamic changed with Rosberg, hmm. as you just pointed out. Like it, it switched once they started to become rivals on an equal playing field. Then Hamilton will get frustrated by you. Hmm. But right now he's just cruising. Yeah. I mean, the only point difference is that fastest lap that that Bottas got in Australia. So. That's nothing. Think, yeah, the fastest lap thing is really weird because we were we were chatting about it again in the race. Like, imagine if Hamilton and Bottas are like keep getting one twos, trading one twos. Like, someone getting fastest lap is literally like deciding who's leading the championship. Yeah, now, if someone can crazy. take it away from either of the Mercedes boys, then they they level the playing field essentially. Yeah. Which is, re- I mean, cool. Like, it makes me like that that new rule even yeah, more. Yeah, it's a bit random. I, I'm still hit and miss with it. I think it it has the potential to come a bit farcical because yeah. I think mm. Leclerc showed it. Um, it was quite exciting in Australia because no one pitted, so everyone was going quite quick. That's it, yeah. But my concern is that, without going too off topic, my concern is that the person in sixth or whoever's in the, the lowest of the top team will have such an advantage to the midfield teams that mm-hmm. it's just have an extra point yeah come into the pits and get an extra point yeah so, yeah and i completely agree you know the australia was was awesome because everyone was within sort of fighting distance and they didn't want to pit they weren't going to have that ridiculous advantage and they were all going should i go out should i go and get the fast lap shall i you know they're all pushing whereas as you say you know Charles had 30 seconds after already pitting to perez behind i think it yeah. was or, or whoever it was so you know, it, it can become farcical. And I think that's not really what we want to see. So maybe yeah. there's a, a, a tweak to the rule that maybe will happen at some point. But um, let's uh, let's kind of round up that Bottas chat then with a fan question by official Susk. Can Bottas win the world championship? No. See, the funny thing is, is that he has every opportunity to do so. Yes. It's whether he can 
step it up and level up and be good enough to beat Hamilton. I've got like this funny feeling of of 2016 again. Like it could be another Rosberg win. Um, My only thinking was, yeah, the same as you with 2016, that like if this goes on and on where Bottas is picking up like first, second, first and second, one Hamilton DNF, an unlucky engine failure like a Malaysia 2016, Bottas gets 25 points in the bag and he suddenly got a 25 point championship lead. Yeah. Mm. And again, like if Mercedes keep getting one twos and Vettel's out of it, there's nothing, there's to, stop nothing to stop Mercedes saying yeah. Bottas get out of the way. I mean, who'd have, who'd have thought after all? And again, we, we always say this, like you can't listen to testing to really get a true sense of how the season's going to pan out. But who'd have thought we'd be here on the fourth Mercedes one two? They're the most successful, it's the most successful start to a season by any team ever. And we, like, I don't even see the last two seasons, including this one, maybe I'll be proven wrong, as like a particularly dominant Mercedes Mm. season. Not like they were in 2014 to 2016, where they literally turned up and would get a one-two every weekend, unless something horrendous happened. Exactly. So that, it just blows my mind. And and I think it's going to, potentially lead into maybe your three-word race review, Matt, which is just that, where the hell are Ferrari? Yeah, let's skip on to mine. I was going to go into yours, but let's go to mine. Because, uh, yeah, where the hell are Ferrari? My three-word race review was red, not yellow, mm. um, which was talking about the the strategy call from Ferrari, not even in the race, but before the race even begun from Friday practice. Obviously, they had a bit of limited running, well, no running in FP1, pretty much, yep. mm. um, because of George Russell's incident with the drain cover. But from what they've done in fp2 and fp3 obviously it was chaotic in fp2 as well they've decided that Charles should qualify uh well do q2 on the mediums and start the race on those yellow yellow walled uh tires which obviously looking into race wasn't the right decision we're looking 20 laps in and we're like hello this this could really work for him but it just turns out that those yellow striped tires were so much better um so for me it, it just doesn't make any sense for obviously i'm just a backseat formula one fan but when you look at Azerbaijan as a track, you don't want to be on the prime, sort of more durable tyre at the start of a race when things could happen. Obviously, nothing did. Mm. But Charles would have been even more screwed had a safety car come out in the first 10, 15 laps. Everyone would have pitted for fresh tyres. He wouldn't have really been anywhere. I mean, obviously, it did become a two-stop race. But then Ferrari thought it was going to be a one-stop. Everyone thought it was going to be a one-stop. Mm-hmm. So, for me, it just doesn't make much sense as to what they were trying to do with Charles. Are we ever going to get a race this year where the podcast we're not questioning what ferrari strategy are doing it's just so many strategy calls that and like when when are they ever going to pay off like when is it ever going to pay off for them because it just seems at the moment like mercedes are just doing everything right like look at look at qualifying they dummied vettel in the Mm. and it worked perfectly yeah. For, yeah it worked perfectly for mercedes and then not only that you've got the mind games of hamilton and bottas in the press conference going we we played you basically we completely dummied you and you know that's bringing ferrari's morale even further down no doubt it's just nothing is going right for them really it's not um sigma one two three nine says when is it time to say that ferrari do not have the best car anymore and are just playing second fiddle to mercedes like in 2015 to 2017 i don't think that's a fair comment actually. yeah i don't think ferrari I, are i don't think i think 
again, it's that whole like potential and realizing the potential. Sorry if you can hear a bunch of like whirring and alarms. We are literally sat on the track the as track. it's as it's being dismantled. It's literally the straight right there. The so, lines over there. <laughs> right it's, behind yeah, us. Crazy. So um yeah apologies if you can hear that we're but, stuck um, in the middle of f1 what you gonna do i know do? yeah <laughs> there are worse places to be, right? <laughs> yeah. um but yeah like ferrari their their straight line speed today was still like very visible they had some unbelievable speed and they've just it's just about being able to have a clean weekend and to not make those random strategy calls or to not have Vettel spin or to not have Charles smash into the wall. Like it's, it's, there just seems to be a bunch of things that have cropped up that has meant that they've had to make strange strategy calls that haven't played into their hands at all. Um, or if it's, you know, like we were saying that we thought team orders were gonna start being applied because Vettel was so far off the pace of the Mercedes and Leclerc looked quick. Mm. Um, but they negated that by bringing in a pit stop and essentially swapping the cars. But, you know, we had again, like semi-team orders there. I think they just did that to alleviate the need to make team orders. But I mean, maybe that's unfair because that pit stops were kind of on the cards then anyway. But mm. yeah, they just need, they just need a clean weekend massively. Yeah, it's, uh, you just, you think that last year can't go, like it can't be any worse this year and it's already gone because usually it was towards the end of last season, wasn't it, that where it all went wrong? Whereas yeah, we get to like the summer break and it's like Hamilton and Vettel on equal points or, you know, and Ferrari have had a really, really quick car. But if you're getting at the end of the season and they, what a Mercedes had, 76 points or something. 74, it's crazy points. Nearly three full race victories ahead. After four races. After four races. <laughs> It's, I mean, that's wrapped up, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I can't I, see. I literally cannot see. They, they need. See. They need both Mercedes to DNF. Yeah, which doesn't yeah. happen very often. You're not going to get Spain. Was it 2016? Was it 2016? Yeah, well, they took each other out. Yeah, Well, maybe that'll be Spain the, next, the point. Maybe. When was it? Maybe was it last year? Uh, where did they both DNF last year? Austria. Austria. Austria that was yeah. it. That yeah, was yeah. Austria. Yeah. An anomaly. Uh, mm. I don't think that. It's not very common at all. Thirty years. But then every time they DNF, Max wins. So. <laughs> you're hoping for that yeah uh, Ferrari don't win so. and finally on Ferrari where where was Vettel where where was he um, where was he it was weird I, I, I found it quite strange because it was almost like you know at one point Hamilton was catching Bottas and I'm like okay battle for the lead then Hamilton just drops back three seconds Vettel then starts catching Hamilton he's a second behind I'm like oh, okay and it just was toing and froing it was mm. almost like you know they were getting to a stage of overheating and then having to back off again And but it just seemed like Vettel was there but I think they were all hoping for a safety car as well. Yeah. Like you kept hearing. I think everyone was. Because ev it's Baku and usually there's a safety car or 10. They yeah. they they were all banking on having the the safety car window to, to, to change tires or to change strategy. Yeah. So, but that clearly wasn't coming. I mean, even when we did have uh, an on-track incident it was a virtual safety car which doesn't neutralize the race like a full safety car does so and actually it really broke um it actually separated the cars out even more yeah exactly um, it made the gaps significant and kind of ruined any kind of battle between Vettel Verstappen even though it, they had a unlikely chance but you know if it had gone full safety car you'd have had slipstream city which I think the thing that made Baku so good is the safety car restarts. Yeah, we saw F2, that in F2. everything. Amazing. The safety car restarts are unbelievable. And 
unfortunately. It was, it was a similar similar last year where there wasn't a lot of action, but until the first safety car, it went absolutely crazy. It's almost like if there isn't that safety car restart, everyone just spreads it just out, kind of spreads out a little bit, and yeah, it just unfortunately it just didn't happen this year. Baku needs a safety car. Three word race review, Jess. No safety car. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that pretty much sums it up. That pretty much sums it up. Yeah, Yeah, it was just, I think we were all, especially after the absolute mayhem of free practice and qualifying, um, we were just expecting a crazy race. But, you know, we were, a lot of people were saying actually that 2016 had the same thing where free practice and quali was crazy. And then the race, everyone was super cautious. So you didn't have safety cars or incidences mm. so never seen so many crashes in free practice no. and qualifying and then just such a cautious just race there was plan. no real yeah. kind of well there, apart was from, there was one major incident with ricardo and kvyat but in terms of that, safety car he didn't yeah. actually crash he no. just reversed into him <laughs> although when yeah that was weird when gasly went so out strange. it was literally like don't go down a runoff can you just park it in the Jess middle of the track. was literally pleading, stop, yeah. stop, stop now, there, stop, stop there, now. Stop yeah. If you could stop on the apex, yes, yeah, please. that would be that's great. That's a safe place. Yeah. yeah. That's a safe place. And yeah, yeah we, were, we were all praying for that, weren't we? Yeah. But no, he found a beautiful bit of runoff and Stupid parked runoff. the car Come way on. off track. Come on, Pierre. Pierre. Yeah. yeah. Do it for Max. He could have won then, wouldn't he? You know, do it for Red Bull. That well, should have been our three-word rescue. Come on, Pierre. <laughs> <laughs> Um, some other three word race reviews about the race in general was uh, Jack Aitken the winner of the feature race and third place in the sprint maybe watch F2 I mean that that both of those races were savage they were just incredible which again like we've said it before it's not the circuit's fault in some cases it's not the circuit's fault Mm. for, for, for bad racing because those F2 races were just insane. Yeah. Um, you know, pile-ups and, like, dive bombs and... Safety car restarts. Safety car restarts. Many, many safety car that restarts. Sprint, that sprint race, we yeah. all held oh. our breath at that, that last, that last yeah. lap shootout after the safety car came in. Because it was just phenomenal. Yeah. But... Yeah. And, and about the safety car restarts, you know, we were speaking to one of the F2 drivers who was saying that, you know, we, we would have like 200 degree brake temperatures and you need 600 you know and and that's why there were so many going off at turn three after that probably the fourth safety car restart whatever it was and you know that's just i mean obviously we have f2 drivers that want to make a point as well so add that into the mix and you've got dive bomb city you know you've got daniel ricardo's which we'll get onto him um you know all all up and down the grid so uh it's yeah definitely watch f2 if you don't watch f2 watch it because it's great it is great week in week Mm. out and I think having a lot of, of the uh, F2 rookies in Formula One, well, sorry, Formula One rookies that have come in from F2, um, you you can see more. I just feel like I really like the way that Formula One is kind of embraced, not that it wasn't embracing Formula Two before, no, but, but it, it, it's it a definite its feeder series yeah. now. And I think, you know, uh, Alex, uh, Lando and George have just been such good ambassadors, even though they've left F2 now. Mm. I, th- I just feel like there's been even more of a connection as a feeder series into F1 yeah. than maybe has been previously. It definitely it in does, media coverage. It does good things for F2 as well massively. that the top three in the championship have all gone into F1 and it's going to make people go, all oh, right, it, you know, these are the next champions. Whereas you've had years in the past where 
you know, uh, Giovinazzi and Gasly are Giovinazzi. going. Giovinazzi. I'm not going to say Giovinazzi. No. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Cue angry comments. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Um, yeah, but they're going for the title and didn't make it to F1. And you go, well, what's the what's point? The point? Mm. Valsecchi didn't. Yeah, poor Davide. Saw him in the paddock. Lovely guy. Mm. Isn't he? You met him as well, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. He thought he thought I was your girlfriend. Yeah, and then I was like, I thought you said friends. I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, oh, uh, no, 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 Davide, come on. And he was like, oh, yeah, what a shame. <laughs> Great yeah. guy. Love him so much. Um, Mark underscore 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 wow. sixteen uh, came in with another three word race review. Tense, not chaos which I think sums it up beautifully. Yeah. And, and that doesn't make it a boring race. I know a lot of people have been very quick on social media to go, wow, Baku, you know, what's happened? Boring again, just like 2016. But for me, I found it really interesting. You had yeah. Charles out in front. You didn't know how his tyres were going to be. You thought, okay, you know, you had Karun Chandok saying, oh, you know, he's going to go onto the softs and because it's more rubbered in, it'll be fine and he'll be one to watch. Obviously, that didn't turn out to be the case. But I just found the whole thing very interesting. They, you know, the top three, top four, even Max brought himself back into play. Mm. Just one incident could have exploded that entire yeah. race, couldn't it? The only thing I felt it was missing was the usual, and I don't know if it's just because it wasn't massively televised or what, but I didn't see much of the midfield battle that usually provides, if the front starts getting boring, at least you've got uh, mm. like a mix I of things. I felt like that happened in China as well. Yeah. And I saw someone, I can't remember who tweeted it, but they were like, the commentators are saying that 10th to 17th, they're only separated all by about half a second. Yet you're watching Hamilton. All of them separated Bottas. by half a second? Sorry. Yeah. Seven yeah. wide going down the uh, <laughs> yeah. No. But like, do you know what I mean? I mean like, really really close. Yeah, 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 I'd love happen. to see that. If only that did happen. I know. Uh, but yeah, Bottas, Hamilton and Vettel, you're just watching them like five just seconds lap apart, just doing lap after lap. Because I think that's, like, come on. that's what made last year's race so special. I remember being more interested in the midfield and and you know the this the classic scene of like a, a, a strip yeah. a, 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 i've lost words because it's late at night and we've been working this entire slipstream. weekend slipstream train <laughs> of like five screen, cars slip, split, split. i almost said split screen <laughs> i was like We're not I, um and then the you know that that amazing shot of them like just all going yeah. Psh, yeah. like safety straight car. safety across. car thank you safety car and it's just like it's just phenomenal to see mm. like yeah. this straight is one of the best parts of 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 racetrack i think yeah that you you can get it's just a shame that for one reason or another there was just none not or not a lot of that i actually like, spoke to uh to dan after the race because i wanted to get an idea of what he thought because obviously dan thought yeah. so you've seen him on the podcast before. we're uh we're at the race and let's be honest we've had an absolutely incredible week here like mm -hmm. enjoying it so i kind of wanted to know if i was maybe being too easy on the race and it was absolutely terrible and just because we're here we're like oh it's great but dan had the same uh, opinion that it was almost like that would have been fairly decent race not yeah. amazing i'm not going to pretend it would have been amazing sure. but like you know decent race like there's a lot how often do you get the last two laps where two cars are going battling out for the win and yeah. it got very tense at the yeah, end it did. um until hamilton but, bottled it yeah but it's Baku and almost because of how absolutely insane the last two years have been, everyone just expects absolute chaos. I mean, I'm just going to cut in right now with the fan question just so then. that I don't uh, miss them out. At We Stand to Fight. Do you think the weekend blew its drama and excitement load too early? Yeah. What a question. What a phrase. <laughs> Love no. the phrasing of that one, We Stand to Fight. I think, I, I think I agree with Tommy. I think 
we've just come to expect so much from this mm. circuit and this race that you know it's almost like i, I was almost going to say that their tag one of their taglines is expect the unexpected well this was unexpected because we expected chaos. <laughs> yeah. So technically they delivered on that promise, mm. but it is, I don't think, I think it is just, it's just bonkers, but in mm. the best way possible. Like that castle section yeah. is, is just crazy and provides so much like not in the race, unfortunately as well, fortunately, because people didn't crash there. But um, yeah, I think it's just, it's just, just one a of those shame things, they isn't it? blew their load too early. Oh God! <sighs> Jesus. Yeah. Um, no, but I I agree with you know it was always going to happen that this racetrack has had two unbelievable races here. It was always yeah. going to happen. Like even yeah. if this was an amazing race, the next year, yeah, it the, might be. And then we're always going to yeah. expect the not unexpected. We're always going to expect amazing races here. Yeah. And then when it doesn't happen, it's Formula One. That's just yeah. how it works. You know, you could have two of the best football teams playing each other. It could be the most boring nil-nil yeah, ever. Exactly, it's just how it yeah. happens. So, um, Why is it that we always compare F1 to football? Because it's just the most generic. Yeah, it's, generic just, it's just so all. mainstream. Yeah. yeah, you know, just trying to... You know, I mean, horse racing. You could have two odds-on favourite... jockeys going horses, to the... Jumping Victory. fences. Cool. Right, moving on. <laughs> that's that's why then. Yeah. Because no one knows yeah. anything about horse racing. <laughs> <laughs> love horses. Right. Okay. So <laughs> let's talk horses. about. We're Ser- literally we're so delirious. Yeah, we're so tired. Honestly, it's a joke. Right. Sergio Perez. Epic race. Mm. Yeah. What a what a. Star. This man. I mean, I spoke to him briefly at the autograph session, and I was like, Sergio, you're a sensation around here. Why do you think? And I've forgotten his answer, but. Um, <laughs> he's just amazing around here isn't he he's just he just gets it he for some he reason he it. just puts that force india so f- high, uh, uh, high up the grid uh what now force india from last year sport pays a racing point formula one team i've called that so many times today it's a joke <laughs> how, how that's how tired i am did you have to announce them as that at the yeah. autograph session I, and i read the back of their their yeah. uh, jackets so i was literally it, stood behind one of the members and i was like sport pays a racing point formula one team then just moved away <laughs> <laughs> yes the uh, sport pays a racing point I, team. Ha- I heard you chanting it to yourself as well like before <laughs> sport pays a racing point you struggled then it's like it's, it's a bit of a mouthful it's a mouthful yeah. but and they've uh, been that for so long you just yeah it's, so it's just an adjustment phase isn't it we're only four races in but perez started fifth and finishing the top six. He I is mean, unbelievable. Like, as if he's got two podiums in a midfield team. <laughs> <laughs> so so we're filming here in uh, Azerbaijan in just some <laughs> random room looking out the track and just someone walked in. Carrying on, Tommy! <laughs> you don't know what you're saying. Perez fi- <laughs> finished in the top six. Yeah. He's good, isn't he? <laughs> Don't even know so what he to put do. himself very high up in qualifying. Yeah, amazing he, he qualifying was as well. Unbelievable. He was uh, uh, quite a way ahead fifth, of anyone else. Fifth in quali. Um, and uh, <laughs> and you know the gap between the top teams and the three top teams just has absolutely lost her mind now. But um, but Perez, why is he so good around here? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's ask this man. Tommy, can you just say your point? Because I'm trying to say like, I'm trying to tee you up here, and you're just giving me nothing. What's my point? I don't. No, I just, just Perez is just awesome around this track. It's obviously really well suited to him, and yeah, what an awesome performance to finish ahead of all the midfield and get close as possible to Ferrari 
and Charles Leclerc. This is the Delirious end. WTF1 podcast coming right at you. Uh, let's talk quickly about Lance Stroll as well, because uh, his team... He did all right. He started uh, 17th. He got a good start, start, didn't he? Yeah, I didn't actually see his start, but he finished ninth, which is, again, a pretty good result Top for him. Top 10 finish. Yeah. Um, that's in, correct. In yep. the points. <laughs> finish ninth yes that's a top 10 finish <laughs> Thanks, I'm Jess. just making sure I can count still <laughs> let's, I feel like Sport Pacer Racing Point has got into our heads let's move on to Williams' awful oh, awful Williams. weekend let's bring the note you know the, the tone down to a somber Jesus. one yeah. um, so let's start George Russell Drain and Crane Gate in yeah. FP1 yeah. can was... I just say that after back to safety car point how <sighs> would anyone have imagined there'd be no safety car when literally <laughs> seconds into FP1 you had George Russell running over a drain. Well, technically Charlotte Claire. Sorry, Charlotte Claire hitting a drain. a drain, then George Russell hitting the drain, then George Russell getting on the back of the truck, then the truck <laughs> crashing into the bridge, then the <laughs> hydraulics, like, hydraulics spilling, spilling out over, over the car. and then they took the crane off the truck because they were worried it was going to hit the bridge again and then realized they couldn't recover another car. Yeah. yeah memes cool memes. um but not only was george russell you know not being able to get his car back to the pits uh one of the issues he had kubitsa crashing in quali yeah um i mean there's not really much i can say about it's that just, really. I think so f1, it's just f1, woeful, isn't f1 it? did a really cool social cut of how much baku costs oh, custom, teams yeah. when they oh, crash yeah. and it was from last year so it wasn't it wasn't anything from this year but it was just like the the damage. I don't think any team expects the damage that that drain cover caused to George's car. It just rips the underbelly of it the car just, out, doesn't like, it? It just it completely destroyed the floor. Like, see you later. That's not getting fixed overnight. And uh, George Russell's bum hurt as well. Well, yeah. He, he, oh, well, he, had a, he missed the press conference because he had a dodgy tummy. No, and, he or a had, broken he, body. He had a, it was a respiratory infection. Oh, okay. I, heard, I, I saw something about baked beans. No, he's never he, he's never eaten baked beans before. Apparently. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> Kubica went to the pit lane nine minutes early as well. Today. I mean, yeah. What? Uh, to be fair, I never knew of this rule, and Williams apparently didn't know of this rule either. Yeah. They, they mm. were like, huh? So it's we new. For, it's, for it's new for this year. There's so many rules. What advantage are you going to get? Going I don't understand. I, Surely I don't it's understand less of an rule. advantage. That's, yeah, that you just is, that's an FIA rule. It's like, why is that there? Yeah. What's the point? What is the point? And, and I guess it's to stop people like literally turning up on like Thursday and parking your car at the end of the text <laughs> and being like, right, I'm ready. I don't <laughs> think they're going to do that <laughs> somehow. Literally, Cubits is in the car from like 11 a.m. Yeah. this morning like, I'm ready. <laughs> Screw you, F2. I'm ready. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Just yeah, it was a, uh, a weekend from hell for Williams, wasn't it? It's it just like when is worse. when is their bad luck streak gonna end? Because I don't know how much more a team can take. You know, like I they like, got a podium here two years ago. That feels like forever ago. Mm. Like they're not even close to finishing ahead of any of the midfield. Never mind getting a point. Did either of you see that meme they made of George Russell looking under the car and then just having the classification? And yeah, then bits on the other side pointing and it's just. <laughs> Yeah, they it's just starting to it, make yeah. me sad now, though. Yeah. Like it yeah. was a bit, you know, a bit of a good joke or whatever before, but now I'm just yeah. like, I don't. And I think the other thing as well is that they do. They this is going to sound weird, but I do think that they're wearing it with grace. You know, like they're not. Bit like when you interviewed um, Claire Williams on the track walk and pit lane walk. Uh, yeah, sorry, pit lane walk. 
and uh, <laughs> track walk. Did I? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the track walk yeah. with Williams. Yeah. No, in the, on the pit lane walk. Sorry, and um, you know, even she was saying then, you know, we that she, that it's not like they're skirting around it. She said like we've had a bad start to the year. We want some positivity out of this weekend and then fb1 happened um, and yeah. and it's just and then qubits a crash and it's like how how much yeah just how much more can 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 keep coming at this team and the f- like funding as well like how many times can they finish last until they literally can't afford to be an f1 anymore yeah. i know yes, they get heritage okay. payments which obviously help but at the end of the day like they still got to pay the just bills. really unlucky like out of all the teams that could get obliterated by a drain cover it's the one that are most struggling with yeah money That's spare parts i mean how exactly lucky was I mean. yeah i mean they were lucky awful. they had a spare yeah. car for george but and how lucky was charles as well like just just running over it although to be yeah. fair if he'd done that he may not have crashed in qualifying who knows? Well, that's, uh, that's another dimension. Let's move on to a fan question about Williams. <laughs> um, what do you think is going on in another dir- will... dimension right now? Charles winning. Um, will Kubitz, uh, <laughs> of course you would say that. At Tricky Mario 7654 will Kubitz step down before the end of the season? I don't think he'll step down before the end of the season. No. I think he'll step down at the end of the season. I don't know. It'd be uh, really sad, wouldn't it? Because however it, much yeah. it's terrible, it should have been such a good feel-good story that he's back. But it's sympathy. But it's just if anything. so bad that you don't get any of that kind of feel good. Like, it's amazing what he's doing. He's back. He was such a good driver. Yeah. Like, I he's just, not going to get a point or anything, is he? Let's be honest. Like, But he's, he has shown at the yeah. same time, uh, if you kind of look towards maybe Bahrain and maybe even China as well, he is on the same pace as George Russell in in many regards like he has the pace somehow I, I literally don't know how he drives that car with his injury it's yeah, yeah, unbelievable it when yeah. you see it in the flesh you're like huh you drive Formula 1 cars it's, it's unbelievable what he's managing to do I kind of want to reserve judgment until the end of the season mm. because I feel like he still has it yeah. and I'd love to see like, like what he was he'd be able to do obviously if yeah. he hadn't taken all that time out in Formula 1 but he's still got it like there, there's no it's not like he's a second off George and yeah. George is a talented driver I think you're right so. it's unbelievable how he can be anywhere near with the injury that he's got yeah like it's yeah it's unbelievable anyway Robert Kubica I hope you do well I yes, don't know if he if he's listening, uh, <laughs> right. Let's move on to some more positive things, and that means it's time for ABCDEF one. Yeah. I had to do that last on the last podcast, and it I it just I couldn't. My I did, entire I mean, I did it, body but. just shivers. Right, okay. Let's start. Let's go. Let's go backwards. Let's go backwards. Ooh. Let's start with Williams, as we were just talking about them. Let's rate George Russell. Literally don't know where he finished. Sixteenth or seventeenth? Did he beat Kubica? Uh, yes. Yes. No. no. Don't know. Can I'm going to check. The race order I have a race. I literally did race rundown about an hour ago. Yeah. Uh, maybe not an hour ago. Two hours ago. I've not my mic. He finished fifteenth ahead of Kubica. Two laps down. Two pit stops. And Kubica had three. B. Because he yeah. beat Kubica. He just, he's just going to get a B every time until and he then until he loses to Kubica. Kubica. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Russell B. Kubica C. Because he didn't beat. Russell, cool. Yeah. Right, now on to the actual teams that fought people. Toro Rosso, <laughs> Daniel Kvyat. Oh, that's a D mm. from me. A D? Really? I think that's harsh. Fam, did you see how far he dropped down at the start oh, of the race? Oh, no, that is true. He was like 12. He was behind Alban after like five laps. Yeah, okay, fair. I mean, yeah, his qualifying was so his good. His qualifying was amazing, he, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But he was behind his teammate after five laps. Yeah, that's not good. When did he finish? He didn't finish. 
you got it reversed into. Yeah. Should we talk yeah, about quickly that? about that? Danny no. Ricardo, what the hell was he doing? Um, I think he, he it was uh, his statement was that he was in a panic and he just reversed the car without looking in his mirror. Can I yeah. just say three place penalty as well for the I yeah. would predict that 99.9% and I'd love to know it in the comments if anyone thought it. As soon as you saw Danny Kvyat in the wall and Daniel Ricardo who was at fault? Who was at fault? What your first reaction was? I think everyone in their head would have gone Oh, what's Kvyat done? Dive bombed from dive Kvyat. bombed yeah. back. And it's the other it's way. I actually way didn't. Did you not? I didn't assume the worst. I kind of saw it and went, oh, what's going on here? Yeah, I thought like, oh, it, they must have just been battling and yeah. they locked up. Because the way I they ended up. Like, yeah, you were like, I was like, okay. Saw some okay. amazing flags this weekend of like Russian torpedoes. He is so very many fans out here. here. Obviously, he's oh, in Russia, yeah. Russia, yeah. Um, okay, so Daniel Kvyat, I'm going to give a D. Okay. Happy nice. with that? Yeah. D. Okay, Alex Alban. B. It's so hard to judge. The C. Yeah, he didn't because he didn't outqualify his teammate. I guess no, he didn't. Uh, we we should probably again stress that this is the weekend because we got so not abuse, but last uh, last podcast we gave Alban a B because he smashed his car up in qualifying, even though he had an amazing race. And every comment on our Instagram post was like. Why is Alban a B? <laughs> it's like because he obliterated, because he obliterated his, car his car and made his mechanics fix his car, and he had to start from the pit lane. Yeah, exactly. You have to take you everything can't into give account. It an a. I must apologise as well. Earlier, I said it was a two-stop race. I meant that Charles had to have a two-stop because of the fastest lap. Anyway, moving on because everyone did one stops pretty much. Side note. Yeah, I just looked at the pit stops. <laughs> and I was like, That says one. I was just <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Comments. <laughs> um, right, moving on to next person who is I've lost uh, count. It is Alfa Romeo. Kimi Raikkonen. He finished in the and started from the pit lane. I think Tenth, he finished. That's B. an A. B. He didn't outqualify. Uh, well, he didn't outqualify. <laughs> he didn't his qualify. To be fair, he didn't. He got yeah. disqualified from qualifying. Yeah. And he got beaten by Giovinazzi. Yeah. He he screwed his lap. B. I'll allow B. 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 I mean, very well done. Antonio Giovinazzi. Was he even there? C. He didn't get points again. He finished twelfth. What's he What's he doing? Yeah. Come on, get a point. That's a C. Yeah, C. although we had a great qualifying. Yeah. But C. But C. C plus, but we're not giving pluses. Um, racing point, Sergio Perez. Solid A. A, a star. Ooh. Get in the bin. Why? A stars. Tell me anything that Sergio a Perez. A stars is for a Sergio Perez podium. Yeah, agreed. Okay. A. A. He a. literally did nothing wrong and even better than some of the people we've given A for, though. Like, he overtook Verstappen at the start, which was impressive. A. And qualified so well. <laughs> yeah, I guess we've got nothing to go. Can we do A double stars for if a midfield card? No, A. Right, Lance Stroll. Lance Stroll, I would say that's a plus between a, a and a B as well, I believe. B. No, B. They had a terrible qualifying. B. Uh, McLaren, Carlos Sainz. Um, I would double say. Double McLaren points finish. Yeah. yeah, seventh and eighth. Sainz was right there, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, B. They just switched, Signs they? qualified. They he just switched, yeah. He got knocked out in But he Q2. was quite low down, yeah. So he had a good fight back. B. 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 Lando Norris. B. Lando Norris B as well. He had a solid race. Awesome qualifying. Yeah. Didn't beat his teammate, but, you know. B. B. How far was he behind his teammate? Oh, 17 seconds. I think probably should shout out. Actually, no, C drew on my face. All the rookies. For yeah. context, yeah, okay. Um, yeah. I was doing the autograph session. Lando Norris 
about I was interviewing Carlos, I think. Oh no, I was in, I can't remember who I was interviewing. And then Lando just swipes me across the face with a marker. Like an actual black pen. That was great. Really happy. C. Um <laughs> Has because we're taking the whole weekend yeah. into consideration, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the whole okay, weekend into consideration. You graffitied my face, including personal interactions. Yeah, but what about his that overrides everything? Oh, that yeah, his IBR performance. He's in IBR, yeah. so B. A star. He goes back up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, A star because it wasn't a permanent mark. <laughs> Lando's roller coaster ratings. People are going to berate us so much for uh, this. Let's yeah. just put him back. Don't to take it B. seriously. He gets a B. B. Come on, B. Okay. Um, now we come on to Hass. Roman Grosjean. Don't go on about that again. D. Oh yeah. Yeah. D. He's the only one that really made a mistake he's in the race. Killing my fantasy team, as is Ricardo. Jeez, I need to take them out. It's embarrassing. D. D. Yeah. Kevin Magnussen. Where did he 13th. finish? Thirteenth. Hass is so Hass anonymous. Did not have, so slow. They did, well, Hass is so anonymous Gunter, in the race. Gunter said that this track was not for the Hass. But they haven't been. China, they were nowhere no. as well, weren't they? Australia, they were. I really thought after the first race it was like okay house could be like best of the rest again here, yeah in qualifying and then just, just falling off a cliff yeah um okay so kevin magnuson d, d. yeah uh renault daniel ricardo f i just want to yeah. say ricardo just hasn't got it at the moment no. i said it in ibr he just doesn't know how to, it, like he never used to mi- uh, he never used to miss a dive bomb yeah ever you wouldn't ever I was, see him. I was something actually, wrong with the setup of his car yeah now, it's just, to be honest i think that he the Red Bull, no doubt, was obviously he's incredibly talented, but I feel like the Red Bull, he was just so at one with that car. Like, no doubt that car was unbelievable on the brakes as well. Mm. And he's getting used to the Renault and he's probably, you know, going for a dive bomb, expecting to brake as late as he did in a top car and gone, oh, okay, Mm. straight on. Because how often, I mean, how often do you get to practice a dive bomb? Yeah, exactly. Never. That's very true. Yeah. So, you know. He's, he's just trying the waters, licking stamps, but I'm, not uh, sending like, them. Like, fair play, fair play for licking the stamp. But as you, as yeah. the back of the account that said, he didn't deliver. Yeah. And then reversed into Kvyat. That, that's a big that's mistake. E. That is, yeah, that is well, literally. There's only E, there's only Fs. E, Only because... It sounds good. It sounds mean. good. I'm okay, we're changing FM. it to a... Yeah. He reversed really into a Formula thing. 1 driver. And got a three-place grid penalty. I'm yeah, sorry. That's race. an F. Yeah, yeah that's an F. Yeah, it's bad. Oh, that hurts really my bad. soul. I love you, Danny, mate, but that was dreadful. Yeah. Nico Hulkenberg. He was nowhere too. Renault were awful. Where are Renault? Renault were really not... Renault they didn't turn be, up. Renault should be best of the midfield. Like, I know that Daniel's gone there and it's going to take a few years for them to be contenders, but... If they're not even beating the midfield, when are they going to be champions in three years like they're saying they are? They're not, are they? It's, it's quite scary, actually. Yeah. I think Danny Rick, although be thank you very much for the pay packet, but slightly yeah. concerned, I imagine, on the, the performance so well, far. Well, I think a lot, can, a lot, they've got a lot riding on the fact that it's going to change drastically, right? So, yeah. so I don't think we can say, I don't think we can comment. They knew this year was going to be a pain year. I think Daniel probably, I'm hoping in his head, has resigned it to being a pain year. Um, and he's just got to last, he's just got to stick it out until 2020. Mm. Yeah. One. 20, I was going to 2020. 2020. One. Um, I don't even know where I am. Right uh, now, good. So. Cool. <laughs> Moving to the top three now. Red Bull, Max Verstappen. Solid. B. I'd f- a. It's really hard to rate Max because 
again he's, he's on just his own, isn't he? he's just driven the red bull which isn't quite there but he's always he's delivered in every single race this year yeah he's not made any mistakes like he did last year yeah he's trounced gasly i mean yeah. it's just starting to get again like t- today was very unlucky for gasly yeah but again like when's his luck gonna change mm. because everybody is still talking about the fact that he is nothing in comparison to max mm. yeah gasly was a weird one we'll get on to him shortly but yeah verstappen a I, it's hard to just I, I, keep I giving like him the... A's because you don't, you literally don't know how good that Red Bull is. It's because he's the only one delivering in it. Really. But then that should that should mean something. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah. He's. And I feel like he, the the Red Bull wasn't particularly good on the softs today, but on yeah. the mediums they, you know, he was setting. He fast did extremely well to be lap. anywhere near Vettel. Yeah, he was, and he was only two two three seconds off, was he? Six seconds. Oh, fanboy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll just give passionate. him a B. We'll give him a B. I'm just passionate. Um, about Pierre Gasly. Now I know a lot of people have been saying, "Oh, you know, Pierre's had a you know great race and blah 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 blah." But for me, okay, better, definitely mm. better than what he has shown. But he hadn't pitted, was behind Verstappen. Obviously, he started from the pit lane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he had come Dead through the last field. As well, he was last of the guys that started in the pit lane too. So he he definitely showed good pace. He's yeah. in a Red Bull, as you say with Bottas, he should be doing this. Yeah. Um, but I, I think they also said that he was comparable to Charles. So it's difficult. I don't know where I because I don't, I don't know think where he, he would was, come out. Yeah, he it's needs hard a clean to know weekend. where he was. He yeah. needs a clean weekend. It's unlikely that he missed the Weybridge and. How, and what happened that with that? His, that wasn't. Te- I don't no, think that's that was what I mean. His it fault. wasn't his fault. So um, it was the, te- the team. The team didn't <sighs> notify him. How many? What? It wasn't his fault. Like what? Are Red Bull do? Are they just forgetting that Gasly exists and being I don't like, know. maybe? Oh God, you should have gone in. I think the biggest insult to injury though was the fact that he then pulled in for a pit stop instead of going yeah. to the Weybridge. And the FIA were just like, no. Bye-bye <laughs> <laughs> now. Bye-bye yeah. now. So, yeah, I think I, I don't think he can take the blame for that one. Yeah, I give him a um, C because C. he's improved a just, bit. Yeah, across the board, decent decent drive, but we just need a clean weekend we to do. see from him. Right, Ferrari, Sebastian Vettel. C. 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 Yeah. Good. He got a podium, but only because yeah. everybody else fell, yeah. fell away. Like. Charles Leclerc. Lord, I really don't know what to say about D. D the fact that he got driver of the day that is was just freaking ridiculous. Even coming from me. What? What? Uh, he did not deserve driver of the day. Not even close. Are you feeling okay? No. I li- I, I'm going to be sick saying this. <laughs> it um, is ridiculous. Though. I was actually like, what race is everyone watching? Yeah. Is it literally just a popularity contract? Th- it's like when, you know, when Verstappen was winning One, driver of the day. When DNF from became, America. Yeah, and it became a bit of a... <laughs> yeah. mi- became a bit of a meme that like Verstappen would always win driver yeah. of the day is it going to get to the point where Leclerc gets that because everyone's just like oh he's such a nice guy he binned it in the wall and was all right in the race like he had unbelievable pace at the start but then yeah. it was like oh actually that's just because that tire is so much really better yeah. because he was he wasn't bad at the end it just that tire wasn't very good tire was dreadful yeah like, I feel like he must have been carrying an issue because he literally just fell off a cliff that tire was yeah, like he pace. did a qualifying yeah. lap, which I didn't think beat the Mercedes by much, and he had fresh a fresh soft to do a qualifying lap, and he did a forty three flat with like hardly any fuel. Anyway, Charles D. Oh, yeah. I don't. I think D is a bit harsh. No, I don't. He smashed his car up in qualifying. Yeah, right? I think taking the whole race weekend into yeah. account, it makes me feel very. You can't. Ill. You have to give him worse than Vettel. A lot. Well, yeah. I'd say a lot worse than yeah, Vettel because Vettel. Okay. he's literally ruined his yeah. race. Right. Let's go with D. Okay. Mercedes, Lewis Hamilton. B? B. B. 
Yeah, he was quick. Yeah. Lost it in qualifying. That's it. Like if if Hamilton gets pole, he's won all of these races. I think it could be mm. purely because it's pretty much decided well, this is into f- turn one. This is the first um, race that's been won from pole. Yeah, this yeah, that's weird. It's true, but sorry, leading into turn one, whoever's right, leading yeah, into yeah. turn one, yeah. it's game over pretty much. It seems that way. Although Hamilton got very close towards the end, which kind of got exciting. It was Maybe exciting. Can we have it was three or tense. four more laps, please. I didn't actually mention. Did you hear that? Um, you know, because George Russell was right at the end yeah. and unfortunately Bottas got di- not unfortunately take him for a beer. yeah like yeah he wanted to say like I'm going to take Russell for a beer because he got DRS that, that gave helped him DRS. a lot and if he hadn't got DRS on that straight Hamilton, and Hamilton would have hadn't been have gone wide. yeah um, what could have been very close the final turn like, or 18 yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah the uh, before the um, slingshot so yeah Hamilton B and finally Valtteri Bottas a. we have to give him an A as <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking. So you, know, you know how much you hate giving <laughs> Charla D. Yeah, yeah. is like, it not uh, a, is it not a star though? No, uh, pole beat Hamilton in pole. One yeah, of like okay. again like led every race. the right. best. Okay. Every, yeah. led every, All right, uh, a star. Let's move on. <laughs> Literally, beat Hamilton in qualifying. No, we didn't get fastest lap. A. Yeah, but he only didn't get the fastest no, lap come because on. of Come on, Matty. A-star. It's got to be an A star. He got his Valtteri Bottas is going to win the World Driver Championship. I am going to punch you. <laughs> Please don't. Right, let's move on. We've been nattering on for a long time. We, we are have. really tired. Uh, predictions for Baku. So Tommy said Sainz will finish ahead of Gasly on pure pace. It- Half a point. Oh, yeah. Ricardo will say, well done, Baku, in an interview. Multiple oh, points. He said it. In he the autograph session, yeah, uh, we were chatting and you're like, oh, what should I ask him? And I was like, you need to get him to say, well done, Baku. So it's like, what three words would you... But you literally went, hi. And he was like, well done, Baku. Yeah. Straight like, away. Thanks, Danny. Um, so yeah, multiple points for you, Tommy. Uh, yes. Dan said, we will see a car upside down at some point over the weekend. No. Mm. Hulkenberg will crash out for a third year in a row. No. no. Jess, there will be more than two safety cars. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> no. not. No, there wasn't a sniff of what? We had a VSC. More safety car shenanigans. No, we had a VSC. <gasps> okay, no, we're not going to have our point. Uh, more safety car shenanigans. Something strange will happen under the safety car. Yeah. What was As that in referring like, to? Under the safety car scenario. <laughs> something I took that strange so literally. Happen. I was like, what's going Something strange under happened the- <laughs> under the red flag in free practice That's one. That's not a safety car. Quarter of no, a point. point. No, guys, let's go. <laughs> uh, fans, ZP scissors. Red flag because someone crashes in the castle section and completely blocks it. One half. point. It happened twice. Half a point. Happened Wait, did you twice. say in the race? Or? No. No, oh, it's red flag. Yeah. It happened Correct. twice. Two points. Born Borvenegic one. <laughs> a non-top three team will score a podium. <laughs> no. no. Susie underscore 97. Ferrari team orders round four. Close. Yes. Half. No, uh, didn't half. Charlotte fell through at one point? No. He did. No. Yeah, he did. He eased off because um, we were like... He did. Uh, yeah, no, he, yeah did. he did. Correct. Uh, that's full, no, full point. full point. He, had to, he literally yeah. you went how much time do you want to lose into that yeah, corner yeah because he just oh, backed yeah. off yeah he yeah. did full yeah. point well predictions for Spain Tommy uh, the best the of the rest will oh sorry be the f- yeah uh, best of the rest best of the rest <laughs> will, will get lapped, lapped. <laughs> Good. the gap's going to be so big in Spain yeah. between the top three yeah. teams and the midfield yeah and Verstappen, and Verstappen will finish the Ferraris Beat the Ferrari. Right. Correct. Yeah. Are you getting a vibe of like how delirious we are? Because <laughs> we, we, we. <laughs> no one's probably listening I anymore. I can't remember. People, they're mine. loving it. They're seeing the real us. Uh, Jess. Bottas will not shave the beard. As in literally. <laughs> Why I just did you realized, clarify that? Because I realised like there are 
are multiple body parts that he might not shave. Oh, no. So Where I did we see to... any of those other body parts, Jess? <laughs> Maybe he shaves his legs for aerodynamics. I don't know. Uh, to be fair, this every point zero zero. By not shaved is in, like, literally won't shave okay. from now till the race. So he'll have, like, full-on homeless beard. I think I think he... It, we said it's like Samson. His, his power is in his beard. So the longer his beard is maybe the better he he's gonna drives. he's gonna turn up look, looking like the rich energy guy to, uh, by the end of the today. season yeah. that's what he'll be yeah. like weird by seeing the end him of when season. he when he wins the title he'll be on the po- podium the with a massive gandalf beard yeah. oh my god that'd be amazing and the other one <laughs> um ricardo top <laughs> what do you um, listeners ricardo, i just now <laughs> ricardo will finish in the top 10 even though he's got a grid place penalty which Ooh. is very very optimistic he's gonna I do think. some dive bombs because Spain is horrific for overtaking. Absolutely. But, you know, we can all dream. Pray. We can uh, dream. To be fair, back it was supposed to be amazing and it was a bit bland. This Maybe this Spain could be it. supposed to be bland. Be amazing. We hated it last year. We asked for it to be taken off the entire yes, circuit. Yes, we did. Circuit calendar. Um, the entire circuit. What? Take off the circuit. Take off the circuit. <laughs> just, <laughs> just have the grass. Just race around. I mean, that would be... I mean, no, it would be awful. It would be incredible. <laughs> Okay, my two was uh, R. Boring. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Right, we're almost there, guys. We're almost there. Me, boring one stop. It's going to be an absolute snooze fest. And both Renaults won't make Q3, which looks very likely from their uh, Baku performance. And grid place penalty. Yes, and grid place penalty. Uh, Fans. Daniel Lofthouse, Giovinazzi actually gets points at the Spanish Grand Prix. I like the actually part of it. Actually gets Savage. Uh, Dark Shines Keck. Oh my God, is that the top keck? From, like the cake <laughs> we have here. We have a thing called top keck, which we've eaten the entire week. Anyway. <laughs> had the same lunch and dinner every single day. And it's been glorious. Haas will be the best of the rest. And finally, everyone, Mercedes won too. Li- literally every, every comment. Yeah, every fan The fact that Mercedes it's Spain next as well, which is like their Suited track. Suited for them. Unless they take each other out. Everyone can hope, because that's the only way we're getting any kind of championship battle right now. Yeah. Sorry, Mercedes. Um, yeah. And <laughs> actually, I won't be at the race, so Charles will win. That's just the way Probably. it is, isn't it, really? Yeah. Um, both times I've gone to a race this, this season, is, uh, he could have won. Am I right in saying this is where Charles was born? What? The whole Charles thing. I was going to say, Charles yeah, is Charles not from is, Azerbaijan. Is he not? No, no, yes. This was this this is where, yeah, the, when he this got the literally point. Literally this room. Yeah. Last... This this room um, conceived your love for Charles yeah, Leclerc. This was the race where he did well and the whole Charles meme stuff. And now look at us a year later he's in the wall and I'm crying. So brilliant. <laughs> Let's wrap this up before we say anything else we regret. So thank you so much for watching this Azerbaijan GP and WTF1 podcast. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Tommy and Jess. No problem. We need You're sleep. Welcome. And we we're getting up at four thirty, four AM. You're probably up at two AM making sure <laughs> that your not alarm go goes to bed. off. We've no. got to fly at eight AM tomorrow. So it's five hours. Five hours from now. It's ele- yeah, it's, it's 11, 11 p.m. Fantastic. Right, thank you very much for watching and we'll see you for the next one the Spanish Grand Prix podcast. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Jason, you're right, mate. <laughs> Five hours. Five hours. Yeah.